<laughs> what you mean I be doing the most? Hello, my beautiful people. It is I, Molly, and this is another episode of Molly with the Most Podcast. How is everyone? I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you all enjoyed your summer because it's now October and we are into fall weather fall living fall 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 and it really don't feel like fall i'm not gonna lie to y'all because fall started with a week or two ago we still in the 80 degrees it still feel like summer but you know i ain't complaining though i like a good 80 degree 70 degree weather type day but honestly i don't know about y'all but um my summer did not summer the way that i need needed it to summer like it just it wasn't summering for me I mean, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. You know, I traveled, did some some things, but it wasn't like what I had planned in my head. I thought it was going to be lit. <sighs> Y'all know I always look forward to like good weather and being outside and having fun. And it's just it is summer. So I'm hoping fall gives me summer and fall. <laughs> so that's why I'm not mad about it still being 80 degrees because I'm still, you know, having fun being outside and stuff like that. But I do love when the season changes from being like hella hot outside to like that warm, cool weather. It just puts you in there like just that good vibe of, you know, I don't know what the vibe is, but it just puts you like in a good mindset, like a space. I, I don't know. Anyway, um, and also pumpkin spice. Yes, I am a pumpkin spice type of girl. I am a proud pumpkin spice type of girl. Um, I was converted years ago. And yeah, I fuck with things pumpkin spice. Matter of fact, I tried to bake some pumpkin spice chocolate chip oatmeal cookies yesterday. They were a complete fail because I didn't have all of the ingredients. Like, I had baking soda, but I didn't have baking powder. And they did not do what it was supposed to do. Like, the texture was wrong. But I just wound up dipping them in some milk and making it work. Because you got to make it do what it do. Because we ain't wasting no food over here. Okay. Anywho, but with fall comes homecoming season. So most of you all already know I graduated from the Alabama A&M University located in Huntsville, Alabama, but actually located in normal Alabama to be exact. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but homecoming is like a big thing for us. And like this year, y'all, it was so big like I think we had over like 26,000 people like it was record breaking big for us with the amount of people the amount of things like it was a lot I'm not gonna lie to you it was a lot going on but it wasn't bad not for me other people might have had bad experiences but for me baby homecoming was lit let me tell you like it it was just so much fun like it was much needed like fun it was much needed like a mental release to be able to step away from like your professional life or like the things that you have going on personally and you could just step away from that for a weekend span from thursday to monday or friday to sunday like whatever your time span is but you're just able to step away and just literally let your goers down have fun enjoy yourself like there was so many people in town like that's the thrill of it like everybody coming back to town everybody coming back to Huntsville coming back to normal um the tailgating 
for me is the biggest thing like because you get to see all your old friends even like your old professors you're on the campus you're walking around like tailgating for me is the biggest part now for others you know it might be the football game but y'all know i don't know no sports so tailgating is it for me but the football game is the big thing and yes we won so we played tuskegee and apparently there was a whole bunch of people from tuskegee um which is another hbcu they came up but we won the game everything was lit everybody was having a good time if you follow me on social media you already seen how lit and turned up i was because that was just like the weekend i was waiting for because my summer didn't summer the way that i needed it to summer <laughs> so it was like i knew for homecoming like so many people coming back they ready to turn up i'm ready to turn up it's familiar faces that you haven't seen in five six plus years because a lot of people hadn't came back since um COVID or whatever like we had a homecoming in 2021 in 2022 it was a good amount of people but it wasn't of course to the extreme that it was this year i think everyone was literally just excited to come back to this experience after covid or i'm not gonna say after covid post covid because i guess you know technically covid is still going on out here it's still cases you know people are still getting diagnosed with it so you know, this was just like a really big fun weekend. I got to see one of my best friends. Um, she hasn't been back to A&M since she, she damn graduated. And so since 2012, so it's it, it was much needed. But even in those weeks leading up to homecoming, it kind of just made me like look at things like in my 20s versus my 30s and just regards to like how I maneuver things. And some things are very similar. Some things are very different, <laughs> but it's just like I can see my maturity and my mindset has definitely changed, and, you know, with certain things and then other things I'm still immature with. That's just me. But like in my 20s, it was fun, it was chaotic, it was like fast. <laughs> there was always, you know, there there was always bad things and struggling times, you know. But it was like to this day, I don't understand how I lived back then with no money. Like how I was actually surviving, but I was still traveling, I was still partying, I was still shopping. But it was like, I didn't have a lot of money. Well, I'm not gonna say I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have the type of money that I have now compared to back in my 20s. But when I say I was maneuvering, I was getting it. And like looking at the like college students now, being on campus and they, you know, fashion brands, um, designer, nice cars, this and that. I'm looking like y'all in y'all 20s living. I wasn't living like that in my 20s when I was in school. Like I was a struggling college student. I worked at Sam's Club. <laughs> like y'all got it popping. Like I don't know what type of scam. No, I'm joking. I ain't gonna say they scammers, but I don't know what type of like money y'all making and how y'all making it. But we wasn't making it back when I was in college. Like no, but kudos to them. Kudos to them. But for me, even now, hell, I don't know where my money goes to, to be honest. I be feeling like it's either bills or she in because that's all I do is pay bills and buy clothes. And then I be buying clothes and don't have nowhere to go, okay? Anywho, but in my 20s, I was really just trying to live and to have fun. Like in my early 20s, I just wanted to go out. I wanted to party. I wanted to turn up with friends. I wanted to travel. I just wanted to be outside. But then that was in my early 20s. But then in my later 20s, you know, I got into that relationship. I was all in love. I was thinking I was going to be married with kids. But, you know, that didn't work out. 
So it's like now here I am in my mid-30s. And honestly, that still sounds so weird to say I'm in my mid-30s. But here I am in my mid-30s and it's like I'm I'm stuck in the middle. Like literally, like I still want to party, turn up, go out, have fun, get lit, yada, yada, yada. But then it's like I'm low-key am ready to be in love and in a relationship and married with can't necessarily say with children because, you know, I might can pass on them. But, I, you know, <laughs> so I'm, I'm stuck in the middle of like, I still want this fast, chaotic lifestyle because that's fun to me. But then I also want the structure of family, um, of that family dynamic. And it's like, how can I get both of these and intertwine them together and make that the perfect balance of life for me? And it's like, hell, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how I can make that happen, how I can have the family structure, but still turn up, have a good time, be out partying and stuff like that. It's like, I know it can work, you know, with a balance, but hell, I got to find <laughs> half of the time. I don't want to go out. I, it just look good on social media and I be wanting to go out, but I be tired from work, you know, being professional Monday through Friday, you be exhausted on the weekends. But then it's like with the relationship aspect, like I want that. I miss being in a relationship, but the whole dating thing is trash. And let's go on and get into the, the life update. I have started back dating um, mid-August. You know, my therapist has been talking to me about getting back out there, dating, finding a potential mate. So I got back on Hinge. Um, Y'all know I haven't dated in like a while. Like I would meet people, it wouldn't go nowhere. But this time I was actively like dating with intentions of becoming friends. Not jumping into a relationship like I did last time with the intentions of dating someone, being friends, and then working to see if we can progress into a relationship. This is what I said. So I met a couple people, went on a couple dates. None of them really just panned out for me. Um, I met people in person that I went on dates with. I met people on Hinge on the app and I went on dates with them. And like I said, some of them were cool. We had a really good time. Others was just like, baby, I know you're not for me. I'm I'm sorry. Like you get on that first date and you feel they vibe and they just not giving you the energy or the vibe that you need. And for me, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. When I'm dating someone or someone is pursuing me, I need energy. I feed off of that. Like, are you upbeat? Are you super chill? Like, I'm peeping how you maneuver so I can know, like, your vibe overall. But I need to feel that pressure. I need to feel like you want me. You want to be around me. You want me in your life. Like, show me. What are your actions? What are your words? And I think sometimes now, like, men, I'm not going to even say men, I'm sorry, people in general, their actions and their words don't always align. So do you believe the person's actions or do you believe their words when they actually don't align? And that's always a struggle. And I think I've talked about this before, but that's actually a struggle of which one do you you feed off of the actions or the words? And everybody's different of, you know, what they're going to believe. But yeah, so the dates weren't. Yeah, like and then another thing, too. I'm getting a lot of young dudes. Like, and when I say young dudes, I'm talking like 24, 25, 26. As I just stated, I'm in my mid-30s. <laughs> like, why are these young dudes so attracted to me? But 
you know, let me get y'all a little tea. Doing homecoming on my side. Me and my homegirl, we at um this um like little chicken spot or whatever, you know, your little hood chicken spot. And it was some dudes in there. We, you know, started a little conversation. And then they asked, did I go to AM? Like, do I go to school at AM? And I was like, wait a minute, how old do y'all think I look? So they still back, they look up, look me up and down. And then one of them was like 26, another one said maybe 27, 28, and then the other one, he was just looking. And I said, no, nah, I'm I'm 35. Like, I told them the truth. I'm like, I'm 35. These dudes was like, damn. I didn't know how to handle that. Like, <laughs> is that damn good or bad? Like, but they was like, no, you look good for your age. And then low-key be like, what I'm supposed to look like at 35. But anyway. Y'all telling me that I look young, so I appreciate that or whatever. But yeah, dating, um, still tragic, still tragic. Um, I get a lot of dudes that come on to me, basically. And I know I'm a sexual being. I know I'm a woman. I know that I have a big butt, a fat ass. I have a lot of thighs. I'm very well stocked. On ham hocks. Like, I know this. Um, but why you think I want to fuck you? Why you think you get some of this? Why you think you get to touch it? I definitely get a lot of men, of course, right off back. They want to fuck me because of my ass. I already know this. And I do, you know, thirst trap here and there on social media. Not necessarily for the attention of a man wanting me. Because men don't want anything. They got big titties and a fat ass. And I don't have the TD department. I do have the ass department. Um, but, you know, I'm going to fuck anything. So, half of the time, that's not flattering at all. Like, oh, you see my ass. You like the photo. You respond to it. Now you want to fuck me. Why you think it's that easy? Do I look like I'm that easy? You think you ain't got to work for this? You think you ain't got to pay for this? Directly or indirectly? You think I'm fucking for free? And you ain't did no type of work, no type of acts of service, no type of nothing to get this. You ain't even fill my car up. You ain't even bought a goddamn chicken plate. <laughs> like, you ain't did a bird minimum. And I'm past the bird minimum, so let me tell y'all that. But it's just like men that have been approaching me, like, on a simple thinking that they finna fuck. It's like, baby, go somewhere with it. Who you think I am? What you think this is? Like, mm, whatever. I just realized, like, in my 20s, I was fast. I was living a fast life. I was living a whole life. Y'all know I'm proud of it. I was living my whole life. But when I made it 35, y'all, that whole life is just definitely behind me. It's fun to flirt with men. I do that very often. I will flirt with any and whoever that's around me. Most of the time, y'all just homeboys, and they know that they homeboys. Um, I just like flirting with people. It's fun. I'll flirt with a girl, you know, if she's in front of me. Like, I just like flirting. I think it's cute. But as far as actually taking it to that level of fucking you or something like that, nah, baby, that ain't me. I um, I just don't want that in my mid-30s. I don't want that at 35. But then sometimes, like I said, it's fun. It, it's the thrill behind it. So sometimes, like, I battle with it. So, like, homecoming weekend, you know, all your old flames come into town. And it's like, do you rekindle that? Do you you, you hit them up or they hit you up and y'all try to link back up and it's a weekend rendezvous? No, for me, I didn't because I don't want none of them old niggas. Like, 
If I'm going to store something with somebody, give me some new lies to investigate. Don't give me some old people. I already know they lies. I already know how they come and how they maneuver. And it's just boring. If I'm a, if I'm going to get into some toxic shit, <laughs> I'm going to let it be with somebody new. And I can investigate some shit. Give me, give me, give me some things to keep me on my toes. Because them old ones, I already know, know y'all whole operation of how y'all operate. So... I did not feed into any of my old booze. I also did not feed into anything of my new booze. Well, one of them, he ain't even a new boo because I can't even, not even going to go there. I can't even map him out in my head of how he operates just yet. So not going to go there. But going forward, I'm going to try my best in remaining abstinence practicing abstinence it's hard i'm not gonna lie because with that one boo that i can't figure out i did call him like 10 times after the club when i was super drunk but god saved me because he answered the phone like i don't know if his phone was off it was on do not disturb or whatever i think it was on do not disturb because he told me that i uh he got my missed calls but if your phone did you're not finna get the missed calls so you you had me on do not disturb but you know but that was god saving me because i ain't need to go down that route with that young man and he knew that so i'm thankful that i was spared that because i don't need to jump back into those toxic 20s and those things i used to do but saying all that to say homecoming was great I kept my coochie in my pants to myself. <laughs> but I hope that y'all get to experience a HBCU homecoming at some point in your life if you haven't experienced it. Because it's so lit. It's so fun. Not even going to lie to y'all at all. It's, it, it's fun. Whether you drink, whether you party, or whether you just like to eat good at tailgating, or if you like to watch the football game, or you just like the whole experience of being surrounded by two, um, I'm about to say 200, but 20,000 plus educated black people having a good time. Experience the HBCU homecoming at least once in your life. But that has been this episode of Molly with the Most. I just wanted to give y'all just a quick update because I hadn't gave you an episode in about a month or two. I've been trying to figure life out. Um, I'll probably give you a more serious episode about life, but I just wanted something light and fun to store, you know, off the fall. So y'all know, like always, reach out to me on Twitter, which is Molly W underscore the most. Reach out to me on Instagram at Molly with the most. And I hope y'all have a great fall. Try something pumpkin spice. If you're going to try something pumpkin spice, go to Cheesecake Factory. Try the pecan pumpkin cheesecake. Or is it pumpkin pecan pie cheesecake? Something like that. Don't get just a regular pumpkin. Make sure it got the pecan pie with it. And I sent you there because it's fire. <laughs> but I hope you all have a good one. This has been another episode of Molly with the Most Podcast.